Three Guys in a Mouse, Season 2, Episode 8. Welcome to the Walt Disney World Resort, just outside of Orlando, Florida. Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. How's it going? And this is going to be a very special one since this is our last one right before we go to Disney World. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get things going. So here we go. So first up, uh, like always, is the news. Um, we're going to start at Disneyland. And we'll come back to Disneyland at the end for a special reason. But uh, starting with Disneyland, they announced that the SoCal Pass is back at Disneyland Resort. I know uh, when they announced the new tiers for the annual passes, a lot of people were mad because they had removed the SoCal Pass. But now they brought it back, so it does beg like the question if like they uh, initially wanted to get rid of the SoCal you know, Pass because they didn't want those people, but that they actually need them. Which I honestly don't think they were in that big of a need of the attendance. But, um, you know, it, it is an interesting thing that they would bring it back after taking it away. Uh, I think it, do you think maybe it just has to do with them being like, you know what? There was no real reason to get rid of it in the first place. Let's just bring it back. We, we get extra money out of it anyway. I don't know, maybe. It seems odd to me, too, because it's coming up in the time of year that the SoCal Pass is, like, blacked out. So it's, like, it seems weird to, like, introduce it back in where they can't come in anyway. <laughs> and then, like, going back to, uh, well, for the thing that we're going to uh, talk about at the end of this, like, it also doesn't make sense to that. You know, I agree with, with uh, Hunter, you know, they're making money, so, like, why, why would they take it out in the first place, you know? Yeah, like I said, I, I think at first there was a thing about attendance, um, but then, you know, they might have brought it back because they need, they need the attendance right now while construction is going on, that they're like, uh, we do need people to still be coming. Because, you know, even though, like, it's not like Disney World, um, you know, how Disney World, like, has a ton of construction going on at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, making the Hollywood Studios the worst, like, park you could go to, like, not even worth your money kind of park. Like, I would never pay for a day at Hollywood Studios, because it's not worth it. Like, it, what, it's got Star Tours, Rock and Roller Coaster, and, um... Tower. Tower of Terror. That's it. That, and, and, you know, I know some people out there are like, but they got Muppets. No one cares that Muppets <laughs> is there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but... No one cares that Muppets is there. They had the Indiana Jones show. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. They just have shows. They have the Great Movie Ride, but the Great Movie Ride isn't that great. They should just call it Movie Ride. <laughs> Drop the great part. The, the eh. <laughs> um, no, but to move on, um, at Disneyland, they uh, in, um, this year they started the Frightfully Fun Parade for uh, Mickey's Halloween Party. Um... And this year, it features uh, something from, you know, the Disney World uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, which is the Headless Horseman riding down the street. Yes. Which uh, sounds really cool until you actually see it, oh. I'm going to say. 
I know, I got to see it the last year that they were allowed to, like, actually ride, like, you know, where the horse is, like, galloping and stuff, but now, due to, like, legal reasons and whatever, they can't do that, so the horse, like, slowly walks. It seems, like, lame when you see it, you're just like, okay. But, uh, it is cool that they, that they brought him over, because he's a popular fixture of, uh, Disney World, like, and, and mind you, you know, I'm a hater of the walking thing, but a lot of people love it. Like, it's a thing that people love to see. So it's great that they brought it over. It's fantastic, even though that sounds just slightly lame that he's not trotting through, you know, the area. Just a safety thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, also in the news, uh, they announced a new World of Color is coming to Disney uh, California Adventures starting November 10th. It's going to be called... World of Color Season of Light, uh, as stupid as that name is. Um, so they're, they're saying, uh, this is from the Disney Parks blog. World of Color Season of Light combines classic holiday songs with memorable moments from treasured Disney animated feet, uh, films to create an experience that wraps you in the warm glow of holiday magic. From its mesmerizing start to its stunning beautiful finale, World of Color Season of Light illuminates the light, uh, the night, and weaves together an emotional tapestry that will fill your heart with the spirit of the season. Uh, the show begins with the last leaves of fall giving way to the arrival of winter as Mickey and his pals decorate their homes for Christmas. Themes of love, home, and family run throughout World of Color Season of Light, with special appearances by Lady and the Tramp, Andy's family from Toy Story, uh, Meliki Maka from, uh, with Stitch and his Ohana, and a Feliz Navidad from the Three Caballeros. At one point in the show, Goofy goes all out in a spectacular ode to the over-the-top holiday light displays until his ode turns to overload and everything short-circuits, leading to a blue Christmas with sadness from Disney Pixar's Inside Out. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Okay, so this, uh, this is debuting November 10th, and it's going to, uh, run through until January 8th. Now, how do you guys feel about this whole description? It seems like they just ruined what I'm about to see. Well, personally, <laughs> I'm gonna give them- I'm happy they got rid of the awful one that they were doing mm -hmm. with the Frozen. Like, a lot of people were criticizing it, uh, the one that they usually do because it's basically Frozen. Um, what I'm annoyed about is, from the sounds of it, a lot of it is coming from, like, Miss Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, and I'm just like, I know they're gonna, they're just gonna recycle that footage. That's all they're gonna do. Like, the Goofy part, I'm like, that's from the, that's from that special, so I'm like, uh, um, I mean, like, certain parts sound good. Like, I do... One thing I do love about this, though, is that it, um... It constantly changes. Like, World of Color was always built on the fact that they could easily change out things. And it's good to see that they haven't given up on that yet. No, I'm glad, um... At least they're not showing that much, like, Frozen, like, last time. And, like, I didn't hear anything about Frozen. I was like, oh, thank God, no Frozen. I'm quite sure Frozen will be in there. Let It Go is going to be inside there, but it's good to see that it's not based on Frozen. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so moving on to Disney World news, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up really quickly, I guess uh, the Zika scare has come to uh, Disney World, and um, they have they put up like uh, mosquito prevention stations in the parks. Uh, I've seen pictures of them, so it's basically like hand sanitizer, and then like they have literature to like advise you like how not to get stung by mosquitoes and what to do if you do, uh, which is. I, I think it's a good move, you know, especially with the way people are nowadays. Right. Uh, do you think, uh, is it all four parks that are going to have that? Yeah. Yeah, I was seeing pictures, like, they have them, like, in the esplanades and stuff, like, you know, just wherever you need. Uh, it's smart. I mean, as you touched upon, well, with that stuff nowadays, everybody freaks out, and if they get bit by a mosquito, that's their, probably their first thought nowadays. You know, so. I'm, you know I'm glad that you know, it shows that Disney, like, you know, they care about the guests, and, you know, they they want to do something like, yeah. I, I don't know if Universal has something like that, you know? Well, they'd have to have guests first. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> no, nah, um, but moving on, uh, so starting at 4 p.m. now, they, uh, the Disney buses can actually take you from the parks to Disney Springs, which I think is a nice move, because, like, you know, as, uh, as like we said we're about to go and it sucks like if you're at the park and you want to go to Disney Springs it means you have to go to the hotel and then catch that uh, bus so it's nice to see that you won't have to do that now now but uh of course the only bad part is that uh, from Disney Springs you can't go back to the park so you still have to go to the resort if you want to go back that may change soon though I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. They, they don't care that much. <laughs> They'd rather you go around. Um, that too, like, they don't want people, you know, just accidentally just heading over. Um, That's a good point. Another thing, uh, so Elena of Avalor is at Disney World, but upsettingly, she's not a meet and greet. I know, because, like, my daughter's a huge fan of Elena, but she's part of uh, the... Awful. So they're doing, in front of the Cinderella Castle, they're doing the Princess Elena Royal Welcome, uh, which is like a little stage show uh, where they bring her out and welcome her as a Disney princess, uh, which is cool. Like, it, it gives kids, like, the chance to see her, but I'm still annoyed that, like, there's no actual meet and greet yet. Because, like, they, like, I've gone over this many times, like, personally, but they knew how well this show was going to do, and you can tell based on, like, the products they already have for it. So, let me, uh, so are you telling me that, so all princes are going to be, like, right in the middle, and then they're going to introduce her, and then they walk, she's just going to wave, and then that's it? Yeah, they do, like, a little thing, but yeah, it's basically that. You're going to see her, and then she's going to be like, bye. Yeah, right? They, they did the same thing for, like, um, what is it, Tangled and Frozen, though. But, yeah, I think overall it's a, it's stupid. But, you know, we can't do anything about that, so... I, I bet, like, the Frozen one, there were, like, a lot of people, huh? Yeah, but that was more so just the fact that you could see them now. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Muppets have invaded the Hall of Presidents, uh, starting October 2nd, so yesterday, for us. Um, uh, this is from the... This is from the Disney Parks vlog, so you have to, I have to apologize for it, uh, making it sound awesome. But, uh, great news for all you Muppets fans out there. Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and the Great Gonzo arrive at 
Magic Kingdom Park on October 2nd for the opening of their all-new live show, The Muppets Present Great Moments in American History, hosted by James J.J. Jefferson, town crier of Liberty Square, and Sam Eagle. The fiercely patriotic American Eagle who is forever trying to set a high moral standard for the Muppets. This wacky new show is set to take place several times daily just outside the Hall of Presidents. Throughout the day, JJ and the Muppets share their own unique take on the Founding Fathers as they recount the tale of the signing of the Declaration of Independence complete with an original song and plenty of humor. At other times, you may catch the Muppets version of the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere pre presented in hysterical fashion as, they o as only they can. If you like some hijinks with your history, be sure to check out the Muppets Present Great Moments in American History this fall at Walt Disney World Resort. As awful as that was to read through, um, I do like the idea that they're like trying to do something with the Muppets, but like, as we, um, as we said before, we're not big Muppet fans. Like, I know there's like a lot of people out there who pretend to be Muppet fans, that's cute for you. <laughs> There, there's some people that really do like the Muppets, but I think overall, the Muppets don't really have, like, the draw that Michael Eisner thought that they did when he purchased them. I am, I am not on board with anything with the Muppets. Me I'm neither. Sorry. I mean, like, I, I think this sounds like it'd be, like, a fun thing to see once, but it, it also sounds like a thing that you're gonna see when you're walking by and you're just like, well, yeah, but I wanna go to, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion, so I don't really care. Um, it's like when he, when he said, if you, if you wanna see all this, in my head, I was like, I don't. <laughs> I don't I see don't. any. Yeah, what, um... Well, you're right. Probably, it, in the beginning, it'll probably be cool seeing them once, but, like... It has things that, like, um, it has things that I think would be good, but it's, it's just overall, I think, because uh, it's like the same thing I always say. It's like a stage show is dumb. Like no, no one's watching it. So whatever. But um, <laughs> I hate to be super negative about about it. But I, I don't think like it. I don't think it's gonna be a huge hit. But I, I'm sure it's going to pull people at least. So that should be at least a good thing about it. Yeah. I mean, I do enjoy Sam Eagle. And uh, American history, so for me, that's enough. <laughs> to move on, though, uh, another, like, Muppet-related thing. So, Pizza Rizzo, which is replacing the Pizza Planet as a pizza place at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. They have signage up already for it, which uh, I think is actually, like, a... Uh, I think it's a very, like interesting thing that they that they did that yeah i mean not that it's like too hard of a transition but that seems a little quick yeah but i mean no one's gonna miss pizza planet i'm pretty certain it's going to be the same awful pizza that it was but it's nice to see that they're moving along with uh with changing that out i mean it's just like a little sneak preview you know i guess <laughs> i guess I suppose so. In other news, iPhone 7 cases are already available at the D-Tech. 
So DTEC on demand and all that, you can get uh, you can get your iPhone 7 case for all you Apple Mac or you Mac heads. <laughs> Yay! Then, <laughs> here's where we're gonna start moving into hate. Um, the Disney World episode of the season three Blackish um, premiere uh, happened. I watched it and awful. That's that is my main word. I know I'm not. Um, I'm in like. I know I'm in the minority on that uh, mentality, but yeah, it's awful. Liquid garbage. Well, Hunter didn't see it. I watched it. I know George enjoyed it. So what? What did you enjoy in there, George? Uh, the only thing I was in, enjoying because here's the thing that I like it. Oh, I didn't like the episode. I was just so happy that like I see Disney World stuff, and then my, I was just, oh my god, that's gonna be me in a couple of days. That's the only thing. But like <laughs> the actual show, like the story, whatever, it, it I, I didn't like it. It's like basically just it, three kids are just spoiled, I guess, right? Yeah, that that was my problem. Is it was very, it was very negative towards Disney World, which I was surprised that Disney would even allow that to go on. It was very negative towards Disney World, and at that it completely missed the point like um i just listened to radio harambe and uh safari mike on there he was talking about you know he just took his uh his kids to uh disney world and he said he, a lot of a lot of you might not know he recently went through a divorce and he said so he doesn't see his kids as often anymore and he said and when he does he's like his kids are you know 12 and 14 and he's like and his 14 year old like is super anti-dad anti you know parents thing but he said, like, you know, they went to Disney World, uh, just the three of them, and he said uh, they were talking, they were hanging out, and he said that's the thing, is, like, it, the, Disney World was worth it because it brought him and his kids back together, where, you know, they're no longer, like, thinking about the situation at home that's going on currently with them. They're back, you know, they're just a family again. You know, the, the, the thing I hate about it is that, okay, yes, you have to wait in line, like, Cause, so they had a uh, v, like a VIP guy, right? Yeah, they they had a yeah they had rented a um, a tour yeah a tour a tour guide. So that was the whole point of the episode is, um, and it's called the episode's called VIP. So he he rents a tour guide to give them the VIP experience because when he went to Disneyland as a kid, his parents cheaped out on it. And Which that was funny. Yeah, that was the only <laughs> that was the only thing I thought was funny, and it, it made me excited because like I remember those times, and I thought it was gonna be like a nice like, it was gonna be a nice, um, you know, parallel like showing like how you are as a person because it's like, you know, as a Disney fan, I know like, even though I went all the time when I was a kid, we didn't get to like buy things there. But now, like, I, I take my daughter, you know, we're annual pass holders. We go all the time, but every time we go, I always buy my daughter's stuff there. We always eat there. Like, she gets whatever she wants when we're there. Because, like, I, I remember that, and I want to give her a different experience. This episode completely missed the point on that. Because it was all about the VIP service, and then his kids, like, become super spoiled and start acting like jerks. And then when the v when they lose their VIP status and no longer have their tour guide, they start hating on their dad and complaining about everything. 
And then he tells him that they're awful children and leaves. And then, like, the heartwarming part of the episode is supposed to be that he finally gets back with his wife and, um, his parents. And his, uh, he's, like, saying to his wife, oh, they ruined this trip, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, look. And, like, his kids are hanging out. And, you know, that they're connecting. But I'm sitting there like, so he just spent thousands of dollars so his kids can like each other? I was like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's... Like, they completely missed the point. It's it's the fact that you, you go there and you, you connect as a family. That That's my thing, is, like, they missed the point. And, you know, after they were losing, like, the VIP, and, like, when they were late waiting in line, like, Disney World, those lines, they're not that long. But, like, in the episode, they, they it feels like they're, like, there for, like, an hour and a half. They're like, no, whatever. Well, okay, so certain rides will have lines like that. Like, Frozen Ever After, Chess Track. They were at Expedition Everest, and I'm like, Expedition Everest at best is like 60 minutes. They did show uh, Soaring Over the Horizon. Yeah. Or the world, I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, I didn't... They showed very little of it. I didn't see it because they did show like parts of it. And then when I first saw it, I was like, no! I turned off the TV and I was like, no, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, you, you really missed nothing. Because all they really showed was the Great Wall of China, which they already showed you online. And they showed the Eiffel Tower, I think. Um, there was a part too, like when the parents they wanted they wanted to leave, and uh, I guess they're uh, they, they really like parades, so they saw the parade and they're like all happy because like um, they they also went on like inside the parade. Oh. Yeah. I was um, like, what the? Yeah, that was the other thing that I thought was good about the episode was, which I, I think they should have went with that angle where the parents, uh, his parents, were super anti like oh, this is going to be dumb, whatever. And then they end up, like, loving it, but they're pretending like they hate it the whole time. They're like, look at this dumb parade. Look at look at all these people dancing. And they're, like, waving at them and stuff. Like, it reminded me of, like, Danny. Like, I'm just like, that That's that made more sense. Like, showing the parents being like, this is dumb, but, like, it, secretly loving it. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just completely missed the mark when it really comes down to it. Um, so... The it was recently announced that uh, John Favreau, director of Iron Man and Jungle Book, and supposedly director of Magic Kingdom, which it seems like we're never actually going to get now, uh, Disney announced that he will officially be filming Lion King live action, which they announced that uh, it's also going to feature music from the original movie. Just like the Beauty and the Beast movie. And everyone's going crazy. I'm, I'm sitting here, like, at best, I could I could get, go with the stretch of Jungle Book and all that because there was a live-action portion to it. You know, they had actors. Lion King live-action makes no actual sense. There's no people in that movie. So there's, like, no reason for that. Yeah. Like, all it is just... What, like CGI, it's gonna right? be CGI the whole way. It's basically a CGI version of the Lion King movie you already have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, see, I made fun of you for, for, for hating on all these live action things, but now I'm completely on that wagon with you where I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is completely unwarranted and unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I think it was a bad choice. Like, there, there's no reason for this one. This is, like you said, an obvious money grab. 
mm-hmm. where now they're just going into their film library and hitting you with their strongest ones. Just no reason for it. Uh, and I know too. I've, I mentioned I've mentioned before. I, I haven't watched Cinderella. Don't care to. Haven't watched Jungle Book. Don't care to. And Lion King. I'm. I feel the same way. Beauty and the Beast. I feel the same way with. But I know I'm gonna have to see it because uh, everyone wants to see it. But I, I just feel like there's no reason for it completely. I've got a little bit of Star Wars news for us, though. Um, so in the in the parks, uh, Star Wars Day of the Dead sh- uh, T-shirts have hit the racks, which I think is pretty awesome. It's a uh, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, C-3PO, and Boba Fett. So you know, obvious stuff. Cool. Um, so Bob Iger at a Goldman Sachs conference uh, announced that they are going to be making Star Wars films through. 2020, which basically just confirms what everyone already knew. Uh, he also stated that Rogue One, he, he was cautioning people that Rogue One is not going to do um, the same business as Force Awakens, which, yeah, it's no way yeah. is it going to do that. Um, however, I did like that he also pointed out that Rogue One has a higher um, interest in it than uh, Force Awakens did at this time. Though I think that's mainly based off of Force Awakens. Right. But, you know, I'm still excited for the movie. Uh, oh, yeah. They had a good trailer, too. Yeah. Exactly. In uh, lesser news on that, Donald Glover is rumored to be playing Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo movie. And I know we talked about this a little off mic, but just no. <laughs> Please don't. I, I just don't, like, I think, I, nothing against Donald Glover. I actually think he's a good choice for that role. Um, but my thing is the Han Solo movie in general. Just no. <laughs> Unless they do it the way I want, like, but I doubt they will. Right. Just like the, um, what is it, the, uh, the stealth trooper, uh, what do they call him? The death trooper? No, uh, I know in the movie they call it Death Trooper. What do they call it in the video game? Dark Trooper. Yeah, Dark Troopers. So they bring Dark Troopers into the movies finally, and then they rename them Death Trooper. And I was just like, why? <laughs> we already know what these are. Why'd you rename them? Fine, whatever, I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you guys watched the trailer for Pirates yet? No, I meant to, but I, and I wanted to, because I'm actually excited for that movie. It's already out? Yeah, like, it came out yesterday during Fear the Walking Dead. Is it good, though? I watched it this morning. I was very surprised. I like it. I don't... I'm not in love with the look of Javier Bardem's character, because he's obviously CGI. Oh, but they're supposed to be, like, ghost pirates, which I love that they're bringing back the whole ghost stuff. Um, and... Like, he super looks creepy, but he, like... So, the the trailer, they go into um, a cave. It's this ship, like, a, just a regular ship. And then uh, they get attacked by these ghosts, and uh, everyone's killed. And then this kid is sitting in, like, the uh, brig. And Javier Bardem's character walks up, and he walks through the, uh, through the um, you know, the, uh, the through the thing. prison cell. And he goes in there, and he goes up to the guy... Uh, cause like there's like a wanted poster for Jack Sparrow and he's like, uh, he's like, you tell Jack Sparrow that Captain Salazar is coming for him. 
and you know it's super creepy and then I loved it just like a little comedic part where he's like you you can do that right uh uh you you can send that message and he's like yeah yeah and then it just gives you the pirates uh pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales Oh, that's, man. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, that that was a good trailer to start that off with. That's a good teaser right there. So, uh, moving on to our real hatred of uh, the last week or so. At Disney Parks, they started... <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter in the background. She She's playing. Um, but at Disney Parks, they recently were... Surveying annual pass holders, asking them how they would feel if Disney imposed a two-month blackout period whenever a new attraction or new land opened in a Disney park on the annual pass holders. And the upheaval was incredible. All it was, it turned into a wildfire. And <laughs> it was funny because Disney pled ignorance like they were they were just like we're always we're always surveying things it doesn't mean that it's coming but all surveys always means it's something they're actually planning so i i mean like the the star wars land name came up because in a survey they asked people that how they felt about the name star wars experience which no awful don't do that but a two-month blackout period for new attractions and new lands. And I understand what they're going at. Because there's going to be a huge uptick in attendance when Star Wars Land does open at Disneyland. What is it? Next year or so? And then in like five years when it finally opens at Disney World, I assume. Because they love to be super slow about <laughs> everything. But this is insanity. Two months? That is a long period to try to tell people who paid a price to be an annual pass holder that they can no longer come in. Yeah, yeah, I can just imagine how they're how they're going through that, that survey. How would you feel about a blackout date? I just gave you a thousand dollars for a yearly a year round pass. You will have another thing coming to you if you think you're gonna tell me I can't come in. I, I agree. It's over a thousand dollars for the Disneyland annual pass the signature with no blackout dates. The idea that you would tell me at that point that you're going to impose a random blackout date that isn't even set in stone that will just jump up whenever they feel like it. No, you will not, sir. Yeah, w when you told me the news, I was like, what? It's like, no, like, no. It was just, it's just like... Bad. I don't even know who in the in the corporate office thought that was smart. Like I wish, like I wish one of the cast member like would, would give me like that survey, like how negative. I probably feel bad for the guy. I was like, no, no, just grab his tablet and just throw it away or something. I mean, if you've ever done the, if you've ever done the um, the surveys, you can get super negative too. Like. I did one, and it was over uh, food, and I, and they asked me like, what what food I ate during the day and what I thought of it, and then they asked me to like review every restaurant and give my reasoning for each review, which by the way, pizza and pasta, that pizza got a super low. That's because it turned into plastic, undigestible, you know, peas. I like like at the end, like even though it's something negative, like the cast members like, here's a sticker. <laughs> and like, you're like, thank well, you. I, well, thank, thank you. 
Yeah, I just, I, I just think it's ridiculous to have us paying premium prices and then imposing random blackout dates on it. That, it's, it's just bad, it's bad form. But from the sound of it, they're not going to be able to go through with it because everybody's like, how oh, dare yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Everyone was outraged. So there was, there's no way it'll happen. There's probably even paying customers who don't have angle passes. Like, that sounds terrible. Yeah. It would, it would dissuade you from being an annual pass holder yeah. if, if you were told that. Awful. <laughs> no, but that's going to do it for us for the news. Um, in our next segment, we're going to talk about our upcoming Disney World trip. So stay, stay tuned for the braggadocious ending. <laughs> So as we stated before, we're about to go to our Disney World trip. Um, actually, I want to say that by the time this posts, we should probably be on our way already. But uh, we're super excited. We're only a couple days away, so uh, I just wanted to do, you know, right before we go, uh, a really quick, like, almost like top five, like, wondering, like, what's your guys' top five, like, picks that you're most excited for right now? Like, you know, the five things that you would say, like, you're definitely looking forward to. Um, just like with any of our, our trips out there, there's always a couple of things that you know I just love doing, and the first one being Expedition Everest. That's arguably my favorite roller coaster. Okay. So that's one. Two would probably be just the, uh, the all-around environment that you get into over there. I, I mean, three is hotel jumping. I love the hotel jumping aspect of it all. Uh, Disney Springs... And then the last one, I think, if you're I can get four. it... You're at four. If they've got it, and they probably don't because I want it so bad, is uh, Nighttime Safari. But I'm pretty uh, sure that's gone. Night... So, like, I'm confused because, like, they're going to be... They're going to be closing at, like, uh, 9 p.m. when we're out there. So I'm wondering, you know, if they're actually going to be running the Nighttime Safari. But we'll, we'll see about that. That's funny, he just spatted those out so quickly. Um, I, I would agree, though. Uh, I know for me, you know, I would definitely agree. It's the overall environment is, like, a big thing. Uh, I'll say that I am excited to go to um, Universal because I love the Wizarding World. <gasps> so I, I'm, going, I'm going to list that as something I'm super excited for. I'm also very excited for Water Park. I love water parks, so I can't wait to go. Um, Disney Springs is a definite, like, I, I am super excited to go back to Disney Springs and see what's going on. And uh, what would I say for five? You know, I'm trying to think my five right now, but all you guys said what I want. Yeah, I know, right? Um, no, you know, um, I'm also excited to just see the construction and see what's going on with Disney World right now. Because even though we, we've talked, you know, a little bit of trash about it, Disney World is going through a transition at uh, Hollywood Studios. So it's going to be nice to see, like, what's going on there, what they're changing out, and to see, like, the little bit of work on their Star Wars that they have done. So like my my top five, uh, like my first one is just just the ex experience like with the flight like heading to Disney World, like mm -hmm. getting on the bus, you know, th those are pretty cool. Uh, 
like you know you Hunter and Josh like already said everything like I, I'm excited for it. like I am excited for like I guess Universal because like the Harry Potter right uh, my girlfriend and I we also saved like a lot of money to buy like merchandise because when we went before like we had plenty of money but like we weren't prepared like how much we like what we actually want but now right. we did so like like the merchandise um, you know just everything you know I'm excited about that. Right, and that's why I spat a mine out so quick. I'm like, man, I got a level into five, so I, I spew them out quick. Cause I'm like, if I, if they give me too much time, I'm gonna have to list everything, and we're gonna have a three-hour podcast. Yeah, like when we just got when we got the magic band, like that's already like a really good feeling. It's like we're almost there, you know? Yeah. And to go back on what you were saying. About the whole just leaving for the trip, I completely forgot about that because a couple of years ago when we were on the plane going down there, you could already feel it going through your body. Like, yes, like you almost, and especially when you catch the bus, like that video. Yeah. Like, oh my God! Like we're here. It's happening. Yeah. Oh. Um, especially we're saying like a, a new hotel, like another good experience, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, we're, we all have, like, the same things we want. <laughs> That's basically what I, I assumed we would. But, yeah. I, I don't know, though. I, I keep wondering what water park we're going to do. Oh, um, so I, I, I forgot one thing. The the Star Wars. Uh, I haven't seen the the little characters. What, what, what do you call those? Oh, the Jawas? Yeah, I want to see those, Yeah. Man. Let's go trade them a churro. <laughs> I was like, here's my glasses. <laughs> Wait, I need those back. <laughs> Where are you going? Here's a piece of toy. Here's a piece of a battle droid. Cool. Can I have my glasses back? I don't want to be like super like, here's one of my shoes. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to add to, um, in case uh, anyone out there is military, they announced their 2017 like uh, rates. And I know where... <laughs> We're actually already planning our next Disney World trip because their rates next year are super low. Um, so, like they do, they do like a salute pass every year, but uh, next year they're doing it super, like I'm not kidding, super low. Wow. This year we're doing a four a four day park hopper with uh, water park and fun pass, and that's two thirty. Next year, they're offering the five-day pass for two twenty-four. So, uh, so I guess we're playing next year. Yeah. yeah. So we we already decided we're like we're going next year because we're not passing up that deal. That is good. But yeah, if you if you are military, that's good to know. I know we um that's the thing too. We we actually uh we go to Shades of Green, which is over by Magic Kingdom, and that's where we buy our tickets. Which is also why, um, I know, like, I got a little feedback on our hatred of Fast Pass Plus, because, like, a lot of people enjoy it, but that's my thing, is, for us, we can't plan the way everyone else does, because we buy our tickets when we're out there, so we don't get to be like, oh, yeah, I'll take Fast Pass here, like, so... We have to wait until the day of. Yeah, so, well... We, we basically have to wait till we get the tickets. Yeah. Uh, I want to add something. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm actually excited to like ride the Frozen ride and the King Kong ride. 
so we could have our opinion like how it is. You yeah, know? I can't wait to hate that King Kong ride. <laughs> I know. I I I am planning to ride it, but I already know I'm not gonna like it. At least I I figure I might like it a little more already going in knowing the part that I'm gonna hate, because I still think that Gringotts. I wonder if I would have liked it better if I wasn't so excited. Because I was so excited, oh. especially the way the, the line and the elevator part. And then you go on the ride and you're like, oh no, this is awful. <laughs> and you get on the ride, you're like, or you get off the ride, you're like, uh, can I have my hour of waiting back? <laughs> I would have I gladly stayed in line for that ride and then left right when the, right before the ride. Right no, I was picture. here for the line. <laughs> it's like, party of five? No, I'm looking for the exit. <laughs> yeah. I've actually decided against this. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm excited to go to back to Universal anyway. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm also a super Simpsons fan, so Simpsons area for me is awesome. Oh, I, I get some people to make fun of me because I tell them I, I love the uh, Men in Black section, too. Even though it's really small and condensed, I like that area because that's one of my favorite movies. I will ride E.T. again, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> You're a loser. But... <laughs> No, but um, I, I was wondering too. What's uh, what is your guys's uh, hate though? What would you say you think you're not going to enjoy? Uh, I'm not going to enjoy the other people's complaining. It's oh, it's inevitable. I know that sounds really weird, but whenever we're in a Disney park, I don't like when people in the lines with us are complaining about something. Or you know, not like our group, but the other group are complaining about something. It just drives me up. Well, I don't know why it drives me up well so bad. Um, mine would be like some cast members, like especially like la last time we went, oh, it was yeah. just a cast cast member like being rude. It was like really like we flew over here, you know, trying to have a good time, and then you you giving us attitude, you know. I I would agree with that. Um, of course I I feel I feel like we're a little entitled just the way that we are, because that's the thing too is like everyone's always entitled when they go to a Disney park because they're expecting a high level. Of you know service. magic and service, Disneyland. I feel like they they work out better because um, it's a lot more locals, but it's also they um, they don't have to hire as many people, so everyone there wants to work there. Right. Disney World needs like thirty thousand plus people working there, so. A lot of people fall through the cracks that you're that should not be there. They're just there for the job. Like I, I know I've I've been there before where um you know I went on Winnie the Pooh and the guy was a complete jerk to us like, and uh, my wife and I were surprised just like this is a children's ride and you're talking to us like we're monsters. <laughs> like he was like get on. Oh I'm sorry we're disturbing your day. <laughs> so are you saying like I'm just just saying like if you get an interview like at like a Disney park. Like, more chance, like, Disney World will hire you than Disneyland because of... Yeah, Disneyland is very specific because they they don't have to hire that many people. Um, want to be there, want to be there. Yeah. I would say for me, though, my, um... And I, I'm pretty certain I'm going to get some flack for it, but my, uh, hate would have to go for... And, and this goes with something I was telling you guys uh, the other day, but... Uh, actually, I'm going to give it to two things. So, Disney Hollywood Studios, because Disney Hollywood Studios, like I said, is not worth the money. 
Luckily, we have park hoppers, so we'll hop over there, but otherwise, I would not go there. My other thing is I would say Magic Kingdom. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I know, like, for a lot of people, that's, like, that's blasphemy, <laughs> but the older I get and the more I go to Disney World, the more I realize that Magic Kingdom is honestly a crappier version of Disneyland. And, and then, like, I was just listening to Radio Harambe, and they pointed, uh, he pointed out, he's like, if you're a Disney World fan, and you're, you're like, uh, you're like, and you're like, uh, on the cusp of, like, you're starting to not like Magic Kingdom Park, do not go to Disneyland, because he said, and I totally agree, you go to Disneyland, and you're just like, this is what Magic Kingdom is supposed to be, because Magic Kingdom is like, a few rides spread out in a huge amount of space with nothing in between. Disneyland is, you know, it's smaller, everything's a, a little more cozy, but you also get the feeling while you're there where you're just like, you're finding things, you know, like when right. you're, when you're in, you could possibly spend hours in New Orleans Square just wandering around that little, that little area because mm -hmm. there's so many cuts and stuff. Disney World isn't like that. Disney World is just plain, or, well, Magic Kingdom is cut and dry. That's it. It's like, this is it. You just walk up Main Street, go through the castle. Well, you can't even go through the castle anymore. Uh, but, like, you know, go go up to the castle. You got the stuff behind it. That's Fantasyland. You got Tomorrowland over here, which looks like crap. You got Adventureland <laughs> on the other side. You got a small Frontierland. It's like, they really, it's just... It's basically attractions. That's it. Which is strange. I mean, they've got more room, so you would think that they could expand a little bit. And it's weird that you bring that it's, up. It's also wide open, too. Yeah. Everything's always wide open there. It's weird that you brought that up, because I never thought about it like that. It really is just like... It's a bad version of copy and paste. I never thought about it like that. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what the what uh, what comments Nathan leaves about it. In there. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, like always, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spreaker, leave comments as Nathan loves to do on our Spreaker. Uh, seriously, though, I want to thank you guys. I, I see our stats like going up all the time, so I, I'm super surprised. I, I get surprised because like we're not we're not nearly, um, you know, posting as often as we should. Like it's not a schedule, but I notice like people listen. Like, um, and it's very surprising, especially with the randomness that we post with. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow me on any social media. I'm at Geo Disney. Make sure to follow me on Snapchat if you want to, because uh, we will definitely be posting Disney World while mm -hmm. we're there. Um, uh, one thing really quickly, I know you heard my daughter for a little bit of, in there. Just to let you know that I guess she was our special guest today. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was wandering around for a few minutes. Uh, but once again, thanks, guys. Uh, follow me, uh, Geo Disney, G-I-O Disney. Uh, you can follow Hunter and his uh, complicated uh, social media tags. Yeah, you can follow me on uh, on Instagram, the Disney Guy Two Four, or on Twitter. Hunter 3G ATM. Uh, you can just follow me on Instagram, J182. And like always, uh, thank you guys. Thanks, Dave. 
thanks uh, Nathan for listening and commenting. He's like one of the only people. I think he's the only person that comments on our Spreaker page. Yeah. But uh, thank you. Um, you guys can always email me if you want. Uh, that's going to be at geodisney113 at gmail.com. Uh, but, you know, once again, thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys in Disney World in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, guys. See ya. Catch. Yeah!